When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On this week's episode of the Grits and Barrett podcast, it's a home sandwich this week as the Bears are at home to take on the Springfield Thunderbirds. We travel up I-81 to take on the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins in a classic throwback matchup. My rant about the Penguins and then back home for Hall of Fame night to take on our last Canadian opponent at home. All that and more on the Grits and Barrett podcast. Let's go. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Grit and Bear It podcast. It is a Monday, January 29th, 2024. The season is getting done with another month. Where has the time gone? My name is Richard Blosser, welcoming you to the first and only Hershey Bears podcast out here on the Hockeyverse. Thank you to the Hockey Podcast Network for presenting this show. So... Uh, it was a hero sandwich for the Bears this week as they had a home, road, and home this past week. And secondly, while I'm getting ahead of myself, uh, thank you to everyone for the uh, the responses to, to everything that um, we're trying to shorten some things up here on the show, trying to, um, you know, I know this podcast in the past has gone on um, about 55 minutes at times and I'm just trying to take a bit off that. Just trying to. So uh, let's keep this going. Let's head right into it. The Bears were back home on a Wednesday night to take on the Springfield Thunderboids for the last time at Giant Center, playoffs permitting. And and I had to do a double take to make sure, like, wait a minute, is this really the last time we're playing the Thunderbirds at Giant Center? And I looked up the schedule, and yes, yes, it is. We're only playing Springfield four times this season, and we had that... Um, pseudo home and home back near Christmas time, but now this will be it. This will be pretty much done. A short four game stint as we head out to Springfield back in uh, back in February. But the boys were back at home on a Wednesday night, which had a bit of a late arriving crowd. Not a lot of people in my section, and that is just fine with me. And the Bears were, of course, were sort of getting into this time of year where we're wearing darts at home and whites on the road. So Hershey wearing the chocolate home, Springfield wearing those white jerseys, which <laughs> I'm not the biggest fan of. But we were underway there in in the first, and uh, not really much happened. The Bears got into some penalty trouble as Chase Presky went off, but so did Springfield as well. And this Felt like a game that, well, yeah, the Bears came out a little sluggish, didn't exactly play the best, passes weren't connecting as well, and just the first period was just really a slog. I even texted my guys as usual. That was a period of hockey, and the box score reflected it. And into the second we went, as the Bears do start ramping it up just a a little bit, trying to make sure they're trying to make sure. No, no, they're not actually. Springfield's leading us 14-9 in shots. 
Even though the Bears are trying to play their game, Springfield's leading us in shots and kind of outplaying us. I mean, it's not really going well for us, except Mike Vecchione has a puck. Chase Press, Patrick Dubé feeds it to him as he skates around the zone. Behind the net, skates back around, can't find something, goes around again to the circles, turn, fires, he scores! And I'm sure Malcolm Subban wants that one back. You can always tell that Subban doesn't like his goals when he looks up to the hockey gods like, Why? Why did I miss that? And I'm just looking down going, this is why you're in Springfield. Mike Vecchione, the roaring man, gets his 11th. Patrick Dubé, his 7th. Joe Snively, his 23rd. And it's 1-0 Hershey on our 10th shot of the game. Springfield's up to 15. I think I've seen this movie before. Deeper into the second we go. Bears are pressing up a little bit more. They get a three on two to the other way. And it's Miro, Jimmy. And who's that with him? Number seven? That's Hardy. Hardy leads it to Miro. Miro feeds it to Jimmy. Rister, snipe, scores! Jimmy Huntington with the high slot snipe just picks the corner on Malcolm Subban. Jimmy, who I think is unsung hero so far. Him and Garrett Rowe are neck and neck for unsung hero. Jimmy Huntington is eighth. Miro his 11th. Hardy his sixth. And it's 2-0 Hershey as the Bears get two goals on 11 shots. Wow. And as we head into the third, my buddy sends me this, this, this text. And this is painfully true. As the Bears have kind of owned Springfield since they've come back as the Thunderbirds. I think Zach brought this up. The Bears are something like 15-2-3 against Springfield since they came back as the Thunderboids in, I think, 17-18 when the Falcons went out west and became the Tucson Roadrunners. And I think even as the Springfield Falcons, it was even worse because the Falcons were, were really bad. Because the ownership just did not care. But the Bears have just owned the Thunderbirds. Get points against them somehow. And my buddy texted back to me, what we're doing to Springfield is what Providence had done to us for five years. Springfield's leading on shots. Playing their brand of hockey. Playing actually well on the road. But two goals have gone in on just good shots. Just things aren't going their way into the third. They actually end up do going their way as we get midway through the third and um, Hunter Shepard's in net and he's playing pretty, pretty good. I mean, I'm not saying it. No one else is, say, is, is uh, saying it. Todd's up there with us. He's not saying anything. And I'm not certainly going to say it. Puck gets thrown in front of Hunter. Scramble and the crease smacked in and they score. Yep, the shutout is broken, even though it was right there. Matthias Lafreniere, no relation to Alexi Lafreniere that I know of, gets his third. Mackenzie McCarron gets his 13th. Dylan Cullahan gets his 13th, and it's 2-1. And I'm like, oh boy. Okay, Springfield is more than capable of coming back on this. They have Jacob Verana in there, who has scored a goal against us. Corey Schwartz's Bay and Spirit Animal, Nathan Walker, is with them. 
hello, Corey, is there more than capable of putting points on the board. This team can do it. And the Bears are just, just they're going to sit on this 2-1 lead. I've seen this with the Bears before. They're just going to sit on it. Malcolm Subban come, come, comes off with about three and a half minutes to go. And, man, I got a text from the missus. I got to go to the employee area. This is what sucks about not having a car and you got to go to where the rides are. Hopefully in about a week from now, that might be resolved. But all right, I got to get out. Sue Band's off. I'm going to miss this, but everyone's leaving it every way. I'm saying I got to go, guys. I got to meet someone. Go down and I'm hearing the roar and into the net. That's Ethan Frankie scores. Ethan with this 24th. This is 18th, not 24th. Joe Snively with this 24th. And I hear this from Jared Ronsky over the loud over the loudspeakers. And for his first professional point, your goaltender, Hunter Shepard. Okay. Hunter is going to get his first professional point with an assist. And of course, I miss it. So I head outside of Giant Center. It's it's a it's a bit of a you know, rainy raw night, and I hear the horn go off again as I'm right outside of Center. Lovely, Pietrick Dubay got another empty netter for his twenty fourth to kind of twenty fourth. Why am I saying twenty fourth? His twenty first to kind of get that train going again. Miro gets his twelfth. Aaron Ness gets his twelfth assist. And that'll do it. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, Springfield. Bears win it. 4-1 the final. As your three stars were um, Mike Vecchione with third, Jimmy Huntington with second, Hunter Shepard with number one going 33 for 34. And did the Bears did get outplayed a bit. As coach wasn't exactly really impressed with the game. I mean... He thinks they played well in the second, but the first and third were just not pretty. Not pretty for old coach who's going to be going out to San Jose later this week. Good for him. And so, well, later, th- wait a minute. By the time I'm recording this, it'll be first and then next week. So, yeah, that that's right. That's right. Later this week, he'll be going out to San Jose. But you know what? This time of year, you'll get a win. And coach was saying that this time of year is the dog days of the season. He believes that mid-January through mid-March is, is the dog days of the hockey season where players are like, ugh, we have another home game. Okay, we have a lot of points on the season. and We really got to save ourselves. So um, maybe 75% tonight. I'm not saying guys actually do this, but, you know, trying to conserve your energy through a very long season. And um, Coach is trying to keep these guys consistent especially since this team is so damn good this year. And me personally, I think the dog days of the season are mid-February through mid-March, where typically the Bears normally kind of slump because the game, the road miles start to add up. The road games get rather tough. We always play our El Guapo Providence that time of year, and it's always a rough patch for the boys. It is. But we got through it last year, and we'll get through it this year. And so we'll just see where this goes. Um, so the Bears, uh, sorry, sorry, just had a bit of a brain fart, that's all. 
So we got news heading into the weekend that Hendricks LaPierre was loaned down back to the Bears because Max Pacioretty is healthy and back in the lineup and the Capitals are getting healthy. Heading into their bye week, everything's going to be great to set. We head to Saturday. It's Royal Rumble Saturday. Busy Saturday for me. For me, the boys are traveling up north to Wilkes-Barre, to which my buddy Jesse is telling me it's almost a sellout up there at Mohegan Sun Arena. It, it is their cross-check cancer game, which is their own version of Hockey Bites Cancer, which is fine. But it's going to be a, a busy house up there in Wilkes-Barre. I, I've, I've never seen it. It sucks my car took a crap out on me because I would love to have seen it and been there. And the Capitals are playing a matinee game in Dallas before they head into their bye week. But that's another show. And oh, look! Max Pacioretty gets injured! <laughs> I'm so glad the Capitals are pe- signed him a one-year deal for a guy who's injury-prone. I mean, it's not like they don't have another guy like that on the lineup like TJ Oshie. I mean, it, <laughs> I'm so glad the Capitals waste like $7 million on guys that are injury-prone. So we'll have to wait and see. Thankfully, it's not ACL-related, which is what did him in last season. So it's not necessarily meaning LaPierre is going to go up like right away. The Capitals have a week off to heal up, see how things are with patches, and uh, we'll see. So the Bears are back at it on a Saturday night up there in Wilkes-Barre. A healthy 8,000 up there in Wilkes-Barre. A full house up there. Busy night. Television game for for Hershey as Zach and Garrett Mitchell are on the call. I'm more than ready for this. And this is going to be a great game as it's Clay Stevenson versus Joel Blumquist. Two all-star goalies going at it. Big game. Big flight atmosphere. Pucks down. We're underway. What do you mean Raheem Sohorn is in on a breakaway and he scores? One minute. Raheem Sohorn... With his first. <laughs> what? Redeem, Redeem Zahorna gets his first on a breakaway and it's one nothing, And it's... Of course. Of course it is. It's like my buddy said. We got to do this old Wilkes-Barre style and survive the first 10 minutes. We couldn't even survive the first. And they're on the board. But the Bears... Bears kind of get their legs going. They get... They get chugging along again, again, and Mike Scarbosa leaves a puck for Ethan Frank, who throws one on net. Ping! It's the post! It goes in! Ethan Frank with a ping bar down buck that just goes in, and a ring that you heard all throughout Mohegan goes into the net. Ethan Frank with his 19th. Ethan, Ethan Frank. Mike Scarbosa, his 32nd. Aaron Ness is 13th, and we are tied 1-1 after 1. A good response for the Bears, and the game the game kind of turned into a high-flying game as each team put 12 shots on the, on the board. Both teams took two power plays in that period, and kind of felt like a little bit of that mid-November game where it was like 6-5 back and forth. Between these two teams, it's like they've played each other nine times, eight times already th- this season. But into the second we go, the Bears get get a power play as Jack Rathbone, Rathbone, 
That's not a name. That's a D&D campaign name. Goes off for for tripping, and the Bears get set up. Mike Scarbosa throws it down low. That's Hendricks LaPierre down below. Hendricks LaPierre down low. Patrick Dubay kneeling one-timer. Stopped. Looks like that stopped by Joel. No, it's in! It's in! It's in! It squeaks by Blumquist. That's why you're not in the NHL, kid. Patrick Dubay is 22nd. Wow. 22nd goal. LaPierre is 7th. Mike Scarbosa is 33rd. 33rd assist. Puts the Bears on top. All right. We're in the lead. We, we're we taking Wilkes-Barre this season. We can beat them in Giant Center. We can beat them up there. Doesn't matter. We... Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. Sorry. But Wilkes-Barre gets a power play late, later that period, and they get set up, but the Bears are doing rather well. Breaking up passes, getting in shot... King Lanes, Riley Sutter takes a shot off the foot. And yeah, God, I felt that up, up here. From a man who took three shots to the boot on a Springfield power play back on Wednesday. Wednesday. But Alex Needler along the board gets a floating crossing feed all the way over to Vinny Hostra, who is all day just to wind up, checks his phone, places a bet on Kansas City, and fires a top corner shot, and he scores. Yeah, that's a guy who's been up with Pittsburgh for about a month or two. By the way, full disclaimer, I'm not saying he actually did bet. That's just a figure of speech. Anyway, Vinny Hostra. Hanastroza, sounds like Ponderosa, gets his fifth. Alex Nylander is 12th. Pierre Abadado gets his 15th, and we're tied at two. And on the broadcast, Zach did mention that that Nylander has been a thorn in the side for the Bears ever since he signed over. But you know what? I'm over that. I'm over my disdain for Alex Nylander because we want a Calder Cup. Yeah, it stings that he's scored the goal that eliminated us two seasons ago. But guess what? We won the cup next year. Wilkes-Barre didn't even make the playoffs. I don't think so. So, pfft, relevance, your honor. Don't care. He's an ex I don't care about. Threw away on Facebook. Don't even care about whom she's dating. Do not care. On to the third we go. On to the third we go, and it is a tight, tight game out there. Out there in out there in Wilkes-Barre. And the Bears and these teams are just throwing haymakers, throwing shots at each other, goalie making making saves at each end. My goodness, it feels like 2014 all over again. All over again. The Bears lead a three-on-two. Scarbosa leaves. Snively for Ethan Frank, who puts a laser on and he scores! Ethan Frank with a freaking missile off the stick for his 20th. Joe Snively is 25th. Mike Scarbosa is league-leading 34th assist to bring the game to 3-2. And all right. All right. Okay, we're in the lead. We are in the lead. And okay, we're going to take this. We're going to be fine. It's late. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna take this. We're going to be fine. Three minutes to go. Uh, three and a half minutes to go. Off comes Blum Blumquist. Uh, 
Six six on five. Puck gets dumped out of the zone, and Mike Vecchioni's being the forward back as Wilkesbury goes back and is going to reassess things. But good play by the Wilkesbury guy as Scarbosa is trying to get him and gets on a slash. And ah, oh God, three minutes to go, and they're going to get a power power play out, out of this. They skate skates back around. Mike just brings it. Just almost in frustration, slaps the guy and apparently gets him in the face. Mike, what are you doing? The play is stopped. And, okay, they are going to get him for the slash. That could be... An, are they going to attack another two on? Are they... They are. Four-minute power play as Mike gets a double-decker penalty. And Wilkes-Barre... Okay, okay. Down one goal. Late in the third power play. I've seen this movie before. I know what's going to happen, but the Bears hold firm. The Bears are steady. Wilkes-Barre is just playing out to the post. Boards on the perimeter. Under a minute to go. The Bears are doing well. Blocking shots. Slap it out of the zone. 30 seconds left. Clearing feed by LaPierre. Stays in the zone. 10 seconds. Out to the point. Rister deflected up. Slapped in. And no! No! Wilkes-Barre scored! Sam Pullian with the deflection. No, not again. And Wilkesbury's tied it. But wait, but wait. Oh, wait a minute. There might have been a high sticking on the play. Sam Pullian may have may have played it up high. He might have played it up high. Okay. Um, they're going to the videotape. They're looking at it, and from the angle, it, it appears to be a little high. But Sam was downward, slapping it. Is it enough? Refs come out. No goal! No goal! It was a high stick! Face-off dot. Outside of the zone. And, of course, Wilkes-Barre has to do it. Refs, you suck! Cole Carter, Wilkes-Barre! I got a different rhyme for you, Cole Parter, Mike Donatelli, contract extension, three, two, one, that's the end of the game. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, you filthy, rotten birds. Bears win it, three to the final, and oh, the fans are in a dander, throwing stuff on the ice. Giving it to the refs. That's the only way Hershey could beat us is by paying off the refs. Oh, really? Did they pay us off the six other times we beat you? Cole Parter. Oh, my goodness. But you know what? <laughs> you know, Wilkes-Barre fans, I know there's not a lot of you that listen to this, but... um. It's not our fault, and I don't want to get off on a rant here to quote the great Dennis Miller, but it's not the ref's fault that your organization hasn't been relevant since George W. Bush. I mean, it's been a really long time that, that since you guys have even sniffed the finals. or um, So I don't want to get off on a rant here to quote the great Dennis Miller, but it's hard to feel sorry for an organization that's... Um, not been or been relevant since a George W. Bush administration. And I understand that, yes, back when Wilkes-Barre first came in, they benefited from an organization that was bringing in a really good bump-a-crop of talent. 
even though they'll claim that, oh, Sidney Crosby, he played for Wilkes-Barre in an exhibition game. Evgeny Malkin, he played for Wilkes-Barre in an exhibition game. And Chris Letang, he's the core three, have all played for Wilkes-Barre, which Chris Letang actually has. He really did. Marc-Andre Fleury did too. He really did as well. Um, God, there's others. There's goaltenders they brought up that their name escapes me. But their first eight years, they had three trips to the finals. Three shots at a Calder Cup. And one, two, three. You're out! All missed each time. Now, as we headed into the late 2010s, there were some great matchups between Wilkes-Barre and Hershey. Absolutely fantastic. People can tell you about the double overtime five-on-three winner between Hershey and Wilkes-Barre. Excellent stuff. The 09 series that went seven games. The 2014-2015 series that went seven games. The uh, 2012-2013 where Wilkes-Barre kicked Hershey out of the playoffs in a five-game set. But after 2010, after the days of Matt Murray, it just hasn't been there for Wilkes-Barre. Because GM because GMs have just raided the talent. I mean, sure, Jake Gensel, Thomas Kuh, Tom Kunockle, Brian du- Dumoulin, Casey DeSmith, Tristan Jari have all gone up to Pittsburgh. But that's almost a decade ago now. Who have you sent up since? Who? Drew O'Connor? Uh checks notes. You have Alex. You do have Alex Nylander who you haven't done anything with. Uh, Valtteri Pustinen's been up and down. You're, the big boy line, the big boy club is so full of vets that yet yeah, is the oldest team in the league. But at least the Capitals recognize they're old and like, okay, we have to draft. We have to reload this system. And yeah, that's how the Bears did end up get their cup. Guys like McMichael and Vinny and Ethan Frank and others have stepped up to fill in those voids. But, and sure, Caps found Diamond in the rough with Ethan Frank and Mason Morelli and looking so with Jimmy Huntington and Pietrick Dubay. But Wilkes has just swung and missed so hard on just even signings, veteran signings that haven't really worked out. I mean, sure, Xavier Allette had a good season last year. Hasn't done much this year. Michael St. Ivany, that hasn't gone anywhere. Joel Blumquist might be another good goalie prospect, but all I need is to bring up Emmy Larmy, who you guys had two young European goalies in your pipe pipeline that decided, yeah, we're going to go play in Europe because we're going to get more time there professionally than you guys. So in an organization that does supposedly care more about development than winning that I've heard from a few other Wilkes-Barre fans to tell me that you guys are, you know, that that we rig the league and, and, and all that just to get us more Carter Cups. You've had your chance, is. You, this organization reminds me of a peaked in high school or a peaked in college type guy, type guy who was going to do all these internet start startups and things are going to be great and I'm going to live off the in, the internet and I'm not going to work for the man but 
10 years later, the startups have gone nowhere. He's in a low-rent apartment, but swears to God if he can just get a loan from his parents, that startup idea is going to work and he's going to go on Shark Tank and make thousands. But it's never really come home. And you can blame everything else all you want, Wilkes-Barre. You really can. But you're just not relevant, no matter how hard hard you try. And you've been trying really, really hard. And in the words of Dennis Miller, that's just my opinion. I could be wrong. And we're going to take a short break. And we'll be right back as the Bears will be having a Hall of Fame night against the Toronto Marlies right after this. All right, Bears fans, it's time to talk about our sponsor at DraftKings Sportsbook. Looking for something super offer for Super Bowl 48? Well, DraftKings Sportsbook has got you covered as new customers can can bet on the big game and turn five bucks into 200 instantly instantly folks there is going to be a lot of sweet sweet action being put on this game whether you're going to put money line on the kickoff uh point totals after the first first quarter kansas city going to score first insert nfc team here scores first or maybe wherever the coin flip and ends up ends up DraftKings has got you covered for whichever way you want to put some sweet, sweet action on Super Bowl 58. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code THPN. New customers can bet 5 bucks and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only at DraftKings DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58, with code THPN, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www1 www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help that's available for a problem gambling, call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in 21 plus age Varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario, bonus bets expire 168 hours after insurance, see DKNG slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gambling resources. And now, on with the show. And we're back here on the Grit and Barrett podcast. Thank you so much to our sponsor, DraftKings Sportsbook, for sponsoring this podcast. All right, the Bears were back at it on a Sunday afternoon, a 5 o'clock tilt. <laughs> I have not missed these whatsoever. Taking on the Toronto Marlies, and it was Hall of Fame night, everyone, where we get to put some legendary names in the rafters, such as Bruce Klein, and and their name temporarily escapes me at the moment, and Don Scott, PA announcer, Good friend that I met up there in Media Row. Great guy. Our resident elder statesman of the Hershey Bears with us as well. Who enjoyed his retirement that we sent off as a champion last summer. Good luck in your retirement, Don. And, the and you know, I, I, I told the guys this. This game, we're taking on the Marlies, which I don't mind. I always love a Canadian opponent. I would like to see us take on another historical team. Take on an original four of the American Hockey League. The Marlies, nice. But we should be playing Rochester in this game. Or Cleveland. Or Providence. Or make this a complete throwback game because of's. And 
I don't know. Also, between me, you and me, Bears fans, and we'll get to the game in a second. But I love these old-timers that are being put in. But me thinks it's time we start putting some more Giant Center era Bears in. Maybe some from the God, God Mode team. Dino Arzine, the mayor, should probably go in, in as well. Newbie should go in. Maybe the Hershey Trinity of Gordon, Acoin, and Giroux should we start going in. I'm just saying maybe Carl Alsner as well. I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. Let's keep this going. But the Bears and Marlies went at it. And the Marlies were wearing their beautiful blue jerseys. Absolutely incredible. Another reason why I love having the uh, the Marlies around. But the Marlies played the night before. So um, we'll be all right. I mean, they played the night before. It shouldn't be really that hard. And Toronto was a very fast and aggressive team. Very fast, very aggressive, and played kind of kind of pissed off. Why? They're the Marlies. What's there to be upset about? But um, it was a pretty much back and forth tilt period. Both teams get teams getting on getting on shots and late late in the first, we have about one one minute left. He's inside his crowd at Giant Centers. Chase, Chase Presky has his shot, throws it on the circles, he scores. Chase beats Wait, who was the goaltender? Hildeby. Oh, you mean the guy Steve Dangle was talking about? Hildeby. That's who we're playing. Beats Hildeby. Chase Presky gets the goal. Assisted by Rybinski and Sutter. And it's 1-0, Hershey. All right. Right. Nice to see we got back at, at it. We took an, an early lead. And here come comes the Marlies down and... and who left Logan Shaw wide open and he scores. Logan Shaw with the goal. Gets his 14th. And Roni Hirovinen gets his first professional point because, of course, that's what we do. And Nick Abrazzini gets his 21st. With 16 seconds left in the period, since then, they wash each other out. 1-1. After one. Okay. We don't take this Toronto team lightly. We can't. And into the second second we go. And we get to see uh, Hildeby. And like more closer to us. And he is a big, big boy. What are they feeding him there in Toronto? I mean, how big is he? Let's check HL stats. How big is he? He's 6'7"? Without skates? Look at He's a big blue wall. No wonder Toronto wants him up so so quickly. Quickly. But what do you do with a big goaltender that size? You get him moving. And the Bears are trying to get their rush game going as Chase Presky holds it. Crossing feed over to Jimmy Huntington. Wine fires. He scores. Jimmy! Just with a laser and a missile, a piss missile off the stick. And it's in the net to give the Bears the lead 2-1. Jimmy with his ninth. Presky with the 17th. Massey with his 5th. 2-1 Hershey at the end of 2nd. And things are starting to get a little feisty out there. Dylan McElrath is jaw- jawing with Shaw every chance he get. A little pushing. A little shoving. A little song. A little dance. Dance. Somebody said, no, nah, never mind. And it's getting a little chippy. It's getting a little feisty out there. But we're going to be fine. We're going to be fine. And we get into the 3rd. Into the third, a good-sized crowd that's there at Giant Center. Good, healthy smattering of, they said 10-1. I'd argue more around the mid, 
mid-nines. It is later in the season. We're having a lot of people come out to Giant Center. A deep in to the third third we go. Power play for the Marlies. Marlies. They get set up. Bears are trying to fight away. Long shot by, by Marlies. Fought off and Shepard's without a stick. Somebody get a stick or clear the zone. Massey tries to clear it. Kept in by the Marlies. Marlies. Long shot. Fought off by Hunter. All right. Get the stick. Channel like you did with the Firebirds there, Hunter. Channel the power of Waffles. Come on. Over. Over once again. Shot. Hunter fires away. But... But comes in, Joseph Blandizi in the slot. Hunter no stick, shoots, and he scores. Joseph Blandizi, former Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguin, gets his 11th. Nick Abrazzini gets his 22nd. And Max Lejoui, Lejoe, Lejoe must be French, gets his 14th to tie the game. Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. It's tied, it's tied, it's fine. We'll be absolutely fine. Marley's are pressing a little bit more. They're getting the physical, they're, uh, the physical game going. And they, and let's see here, let me see if I get this right. And Ryan Torvard works it off and starts shoving Dylan Mickrath. And Mick shoves him off the boards. Puck comes off the boards. And Mickrath just gives him an extra, extra shove. But that's, wait a minute. That's Kiefer Bellows in the circles. Who's got him? Dylan, what are you doing? Bellows shoots, scores. Emperor Keith Bellows scores, beats Hunter. Wait, Bellows beats Hunter? God, I just did an Alhouse reference and I didn't even know it. Kiefer Bellows is 18th. Whew. Joseph Blandizi is 23rd. Ryan Torborg is 18th. And the Marlies take the lead. Nice job, Captain. Nice job. It's 3-2. And this Marley's team is more than contempt of sitting on it. And I'm up there, and here comes Coco going to play with this. Going to play with the favorite family they like. And, oh, look, my what? Our ride's almost here. Okay. All right. All right. So, okay, I'm going down. Going down, clock's running down. The Bears are trying. They really are. They pull Hunter with 2.30 to go. Wife's not done yet. Ride's not ready yet. Okay, let me go watch from section 101. Bears gets that one minute to go. Marley's have it. 45 seconds. Flings it down the zone. And that's for icing. Bears with one more faceoff. Get it set set up. Work it around to the point. Snidely looking over to Scarbosa. Scarbosa works it out. 30 seconds. Come on, lads. 25 seconds. Come on, guys. Time's running out. Vecchione. Miro. Crossing feed. Deflected to Jimmy. It's in. It's in. Jimmy Hunter gets it past the big beefy boy. And the Bears have tied it. Jimmy Huntington is second. And it's something career point. His 10th. Miro is 13th. Vec is 10th. Bears tired with 19 seconds left. This king team. Oh my gosh. We're tied at three and we're going to overtime. And I have to go down and wait. <laughs> but anyway, I put the radio on. I, I, I put the Bears radio on. And I'm listening. 
and I'm listening, and it's overtime. Everyone's just skating around and going out of the zone, waiting and picking their spots and going in and out, up and down and back and forth. And Gary Bettman, call your office and deal with this. Time running out in overtime. Marley's trying to hold for one last gasp. Gasp, but the Bears get up a 10 second, seconds left. Chip it up the ice. Chase Presky moving up. Five second, seconds left. Oh my gosh, it's just like the $25,000 pyramid and they're trying to give that last clue to get that last box up. Three seconds, two, drops it. Snively shoots, he scores! Joe Snively with two seconds left has ended the game. Beats big beefy Hildebeest on the top corner and the Bears complete the comeback. Joe Snively is ninth. Chase Presky, his 18th assist. And good morning, good afternoon, and good night, Toronto. Bears take all three games in this set of the weekend. 4-3 the final. And I need a cigarette. Wow. Chase Presky gets third star with the goal and assist. Jimmy Huntington with two goals. Snively gets first with the game winner. Well, 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 it's a win. And I thought that <laughs> Toronto was going to beat us. Toronto was, was, what, Toronto beat us. They had the speed and a bit of the hard work. They have more speed than what? You know what? They're Bridgeport, but a lot better. And they have the hard work ethic to beat us. And by all rights, should have beaten us. But we get two late goals. We pull a win out of our you-know-what. And we just sit at top of the league. Wow. Okay. <laughs> just, I, I, I'm just, th th this freaking team, they just find ways to win. They just, they just keep finding it. So let's check in with where we are. The Bears sit atop of the Atlantic with 70 points. Did you know the Providence Bruins have gone 12-1-1-1 since Christmas? Yeah. Yeah, this is what they do. This is what I keep telling Providence about Providence and nobody believes me. Which would have been great any other season, except the Bears are 13 points ahead of them. In a normal season, Providence would be running away with the division. Not this year's days, not. The Bears are 34-7-2, while Providence is 26-13-3-2. Wow. Wilkes-Barre is in third with 51 points. Hartford in fourth with 49. Springfield in fifth with 45. Charlotte with 44 is sits in sixth. Lehigh sits in seventh with 41, and Bridgeport is in dead last at 27th. So I will do this here just because we're a little bit out. We're past halfway point if the playoffs started today, which they don't, but stay with me on this. Hershey and Providence would have one and two, and then the best of three series would be between Wilkes-Barre and Charlotte with three and Wilkes, and Hartford and Springfield in a best of three series. Yum, yum, yum. Fun times, but of course we are far ways off. So the Bears, they just keep humming along and keep winning. 
And in the words of Bugsy from Looney Tunes, I don't know how they've done it, but I know they've done it. They just keep winning. And that's just what they keep doing. So that'll do it for the Grit and Barrett podcast this week. Thank you so much to everyone for times, listens, and down downloads and all that. We're heading into the All-Star break. We're still going to have a show next week. And then I'm going to look to try and bring out a special show with Corey Schwartz as me and him are going to talk about the Bears at the halfway point. Should be fun times. But until next time, my name's Richard Blosser. And thank you for listening. And go Bears. I'll catch you next time. Thank you for downloading this episode of the Grit and Barrett podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you are currently listening to. If you are listening on Apple or Google, please leave us a five-star review as it appeases our algorithm overlords. If you enjoyed this podcast, please check out the Hockey Podcast Network, where there is a podcast for each and every NHL team. We also cover the American Hockey League. They have a podcast about college hockey and all the ins and outs of the hockey world. If you wish to know more about our parent club, please check out the official Caps Chirps podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network as they cover all things Washington Capitals. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Grit and Barrett P1 on Twitter. That's at Grit and Barrett P1 on Twitter. This podcast is dedicated to the memory of Patricia Blosser, who passed away on December 5th, 2020 to dementia and COVID. The show is also dedicated to all of the Hershey Bears' friends, fans, and family who lost their lives to cancer. Cancer sucks. Thank you once again for listening to the Grit and Barrett podcast, and go Bears. Go Bears.